You're listening to the Unsunday Show. Hey friends, welcome to episode 27 of the Unsunday Show. I want to thank you for joining me again today. Hey, on this episode, I want to bring across a episode, a podcast episode that I just did recently on the Grace Cafe podcast, where I talked about 1 John 1.9 and confessing our sins. You know, I talked about the idea of confessing our sins way back on episode 9 here in the Unsunday Show, but I want to add another piece of the puzzle, if you will. Actually, it's not really a puzzle. There's nothing puzzling about it. But I wanted to add another layer to that conversation and talk about 1 John chapter 2. I think we stopped prematurely at 1 John 1, nine, where John said that if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us of all unrighteousness. You know, especially in an institutional church setting or in institutional religion or Christianity, we're going to hear that verse taken out of context, and we're going to hear that verse used to shame us and to guilt us, that when we do sin and when we do fail, that God is somehow disappointed in us. And so we use it to to shame one another, and we, we say phrases like, well, you're out of fellowship with God, or you're far from God right now, but those are lies. You're never out of fellowship with God, Christian. He never leaves you. He doesn't you know, pull up stakes and head somewhere else because He's disappointed in what you've done. No, that isn't true at all. And I believe that 1 John 1, nine really is talking to unbelievers. John says at the very beginning of the letter, I'm writing these things that you might have fellowship with us. In other words, you're outside, you're outside the fellowship. You're outside the camp. You're outside the family of God. And we want you to share in what we have, which is the complete forgiveness of sins. And so I think we correctly interpret 1 John 1, nine as as a verse that is really directed toward unbelievers, toward those who are denying the fact that they've sinned and that they are, uh, in fact, sinners prior to coming to Christ. But I think, too, that we stop reading there, and we ought to keep reading in the John in the first John chapter 2, because in first John chapter 2, right at the beginning of the chapter, John addresses the topic of believers when they sin. And so I wanted to bring this episode over from the Grace Cafe and share it with you, because I talk in it about first John uh, chapter 2, where we're told that when we do sin, we have an advocate with the Father. It's a reminder of the cross. It's a reminder that Jesus made final payment for your sins, Christian, once and for all, past, present, and future, and that there's no more payment for sin. There's nothing left as in terms of, of payment for your sins, and all of your sins are forgiven. And so God isn't keeping record. He isn't keeping count. He isn't forgiven me over and over and over again. No, he forgave me once for all time at the cross. It's by the cross that the writer of Hebrews says that you've been made perfect forever. And so I hope that this episode will relieve some of the mystery that surrounds 1 John 1, nine, Because again, in institutional religion, we're told over and over again that we need to grovel, we need to do penance, we need to come crawling back to God because we've somehow fallen out of fellowship with him. But that's a lie. That's not true. And so I wanted to share this episode with you, and I hope you enjoy it. You know, we hear a lot today about 1 John 1, 1.9, where the Scripture tells us there in 1 John 1, 1.9 that if we confess our sins, God is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us of all unrighteousness. And man, that is a truth to embrace. That is a truth to hold. 
But we take that verse as Christians and we start to think, well, every time I sin, I need to be sure that I am confessing all of my sin and that I'm all fessed up and that I'm I'm keeping, I used to hear it explained as keeping short accounts with God. And so it becomes a real burden thing that every time I sin, I'm I'm to be confessing all of my sin. And what happens if I forget one? Well, all of a sudden it's up to me. It's so inconsistent because on the one hand, there is no condemnation for those that are in Christ. And yet if I'm not confessing every one of my sins all the time, there's something separating me from God. And there's something less in me that on some level is assumed to be keeping me away from God or you know something dirty in me or whatever. But, you know, it's interesting when John, who wrote 1 John 1, nine and said, if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us of our sins. He didn't stop there. He continued to write. And in chapter 2, he, he talks specifically about Christians when they sin. And he says in verse 1 of chapter 2, my little children, that's just a term of endearment. He's talking to believers there. He says, my little children, I'm writing these things to you so that you may not sin. But if anyone does sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. And he is the propitiation for our sins, and not for ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. And so John is saying to believers, to the little children that he's writing to, that term of endearment, technia mu, my little children, he's saying, I'm I'm writing these things to you to keep you from sinning. But you're probably going to sin, and when you do, remember this. We have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. And so that's very clear. John is telling believers in that verse that when they do sin, he isn't saying get all fessed up. He's saying when you do sin, remember. Remember that Jesus has made payment for that sin. Remember that your sins have been forgiven. Remember that you have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous one, and that he's the propitiation for our sins. He made full payment for our sins so that there is no condemnation in your life, Christian. There is no condemnation for you. You're not going to come under judgment. God's opinion of you doesn't change when you sin. But when I sin and when you sin, John is saying, remember the gospel. Remember Jesus Christ. If anyone does sin, we have an advocate with the Father. In other words, he's reminding them of the gospel. He's reminding them of what is theirs in Jesus. And later in that chapter, in verse 12, he repeats a similar phrase. He says, I'm writing to you, little children. There's that term again. I'm writing to you, little children, because your sins are forgiven for his name's sake. And so, Christian, when you sin, what are you to do? Well, one of the things that you're to do is to remember that your sins have been forgiven. John doesn't tell us, and Scripture doesn't tell us to grovel. Scripture doesn't tell us to do penance or to do some kind of uh, works righteousness in order to get back into God's good graces. He's reminding us instead that we already are there. We already are in God's good graces, that we get treated like Jesus himself gets treated, that there's no condemnation for you, Christian. Now, I don't know about you, but that doesn't make me want to go out and sin more. That gives me a desire to sin even less. And John is reminding us, he's reminding you, and he's reminding me, and he's reminding those that he's writing to that your sins have been forgiven for his name's sake, that they've been removed from you as far as the east is from the west, and God remembers them no more. But that verse, a chapter earlier in 1 John 1, nine, when he says, if we confess our sins, he's faithful to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. He's addressing that to people in the group that he's writing to who are sin deniers, who don't know Jesus. That's how he starts the letter. He starts the letter 
addressing those in the group who don't know Jesus, who are denying the very existence of sin. He starts way back in chapter 1 or verse 1 by saying, That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon and have touched, and our hands have handled concerning the word of life. The life was made manifest, made known, and we have seen it, and we testify to it, and proclaim to you the eternal life which was with the Father and was made manifest to us. That which we have seen and heard we proclaim also to you, so that you may have fellowship with us. And indeed our fellowship is with the Father, and with his Son Jesus Christ. And we are writing these things so that your joy may be complete. And so he starts off his his letter in a very personal way, and he says, Look, we want you to experience this same fellowship with the Father that we have. We want you to experience this same part of belonging to God's family as we experience. Right now you're not experiencing that because you're denying that sin exists. That's what he says in verse 8 when he says, If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. And then our famous 1 John 1, nine verse is next. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say we have not sinned, we make him a liar, and his word is not in us. And the word there isn't a reference to the Bible. It's a reference to Jesus himself. It's a reference to the message of the gospel. And so John is saying to those outside of the body of Christ that if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And Christian, that's already happened to you. If you're in Christ, if you believe, that's already happened to you. God has already cleansed you of all unrighteousness. And if it's up to me to reconfess my sins over and over and over again in some kind of tireless manner, what happens if I forget one? And secondly, that begs the question, how many times do I need to be cleansed from all unrighteousness? The answer is once. And Christian, that happened when you came to Christ. And so now when you sin, now what? Well, remember this, you have an advocate with the Father. Remind yourself of the love the Father has for you. We have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ and his sacrifice on the cross. And I'm writing these things to you, little children, because your sins are forgiven for his namesake. The sacrifice is done. Your sins are forgiven, and God's opinion of you will never change. Have a nice day.